Welcome back to Keeping It Real. In this episode, I was joined by Lou Vigent, and we discussed our diets, how we got there, and what it took to figure them out. And then we also discussed our high school football experiences in the sense of um, weight room and what it meant to us. Enjoy. Pull up in motor cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Who are your bosses? These two guys. I don't, dude, I just learned one of their names today. Um, you don't interact with them much? I see them in the morning. They give me a sheet of where to go and then a truck with keys and then I leave and then I call them when I do all the stops. If I have more ice, they say, here's more places and go there. Do you have a Jeep? Do you use your phone just to find these places? No, they have Garmin's and then you just keep plugging in the like the addresses. Do you like the Garmin's better than your phone? No, the Garmin's are horrible. I was going to say, I feel like the iPhone has kind of like just mastered it. It's wild because... A Garmin has a sole purpose of navigation, and it still struggles with it, whereas an iPhone has a purpose of literally anything, and it is so successful at directions. Do you think it's just because everyone's so used to it now, because everyone for so long has just been like, let me just plug it into my phone? What do you mean? Like, if we were to use Garmin's as much as we use the GPS on our phone. No, but like the Garmin's physically worse. Like, it literally, like, there's sometimes where it, like, just veered... It will say you're driving in the woods, like, but you're on a road still. And, like, there's a time today, like, I couldn't find a stop because the address kept pulling me up to, like, a weird-ass, like, nature walk instead of, like, the place I was trying to go. And then I put it in my phone and it brought me right there. It's weird that Garmin's have such, like, a big reputation, too, though. Cause, like, it's because they're the first to, like, do it. When I first got my license, a family friend, like, gave me a gift for my birthday like when I got my license and it was like it was like a Garmin GPS just like a block and like it was kind of like a little bit expensive like it wasn't new they just gave it to me and I I didn't know what to say to them because I was like I wanted to just be like I have a phone like I have an <laughs> iPhone I don't need this can I get a gift receipt? <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's crazy how do you feel about gifts for, gift for, like getting gifts that you know you're not going to use ever like how do you uh, in Target, in Target, when we would pack boxes, like once you finished packing the box, you print a slip and then stick it on. But sometimes, like you finish packing the box, and a gift receipt would come out instead, and it'd get me so angry. And it just made me come to the consensus that if you use gift receipts, you're a coward, because you should have confidence in your gift. Like I feel like if you're getting a gift. You are, like, I don't know. If you need to get a gift receipt, it means you didn't put in the yeah, effort it's necessary. Like, it's like, oh, just take the money if you don't like this gift. But, like, if you, like, if I get a gift for someone, I'm confident they're going to like the gift. So I don't use a gift receipt. Really? Dude, getting gifts for people is a, t- is a skill. Like, it's a talent. I you don't have to listen to what people talk about and, like, what, like, you need to pay attention to, yeah, it is a skill. I don't have it that much either, but, like, when it. I don't get gifts that often, but when I do, I know it's the gift they want. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, when I say, like, I'll get gifts for people when I know that's something they want. Like, not, it doesn't have to be an event. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I see something, I'm like, oh, someone would like that because they've been talking about this, then I'll just get it. But like, but then I might miss your birthday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like people don't even, I feel like gifts shouldn't be as like mandated as they are. Like, why do people feel? Yeah. You shouldn't feel required to give. Half the time, it's just more awkward when someone gives you a gift. Yeah. It's like, I, I wish you were just here to say hi and wish me happy birthday and me not have to accept this gift from you. Mm. Be much simpler. I think, it, and it makes it feel less genuine because it's like, oh, I'm just giving it to you because I'm supposed to. But like, whereas if you see something that someone likes and then get it from them, that's a true gift. That's so true. Because I can think of countless gifts that I've gotten people for their birthday that were like, it's the day of, I need to go to Walmart and get these people a gift. 100%. And that's so ingenuine. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's the thought that counts, I guess. You know <laughs> it's saying? not, though. Uh, I don't, yeah, to me, like, dude, like, the best gift to me is just money. And, like, that's how it's always been. Like, if I, like I'd rather just have money than a gift. Unless it's, like, a something you actually thought about. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time, it just ends up, like, on a bookshelf in my room. 
or something or like money I could just save and like that's actually valuable. That and gas cards. Gas cards, yes. That's a thoughtful gift. Yeah, I know. Gas People get gas shit because like they're like, oh, you just got a gas card. Like, no. That's so easy. That's that's the best thing you get. That or like a like a free car wash at like Scrub a Dub. Or a Duncan's gift card. Or a Duncan's gift card. Dude, I, I got into coffee. I'm a little trapped. Dude, please talk to me about this because you were giving me shit about coffee. The I was never. All right. You drink a lot of coffee. But I drink a lot of coffee. For I those who don't know, I drink two <laughs> coffees in the morning and then yeah, one well, later in the day. I drink a medium on my way to work at 7 o'clock. I drink another medium iced coffee at 10 o'clock or like 9. And then right before I work out, I drink pre-workout, which is just a shit ton That's of caffeine. Wild. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. You're, I was doing a lot of research on coffee before I actually start drinking it because I don't want to do something that's hurting my body. But um, there's a doctor, Phil Maffetone, and he talks about how coffee and, um, like, coffee itself, not the caffeine necessarily, helps with fat burning. And if you mix it with um, coconut oil and heavy dairy, you can create, like, a fat burning coffee which like helps I, I have not gone into the science of it yet exactly but I he was talking about that and then a lot of people said it helps with chronic illnesses and just a small like 400 milligrams of coffee caffeine a day helps with um, insulin production and defeating chronic illnesses because it because it um like because of the insulin product I don't know the science behind it yet totally I just fine. started researching it like this morning because I was trying to let my like convince myself it was okay to have a coffee, which it totally is. If you have the serving size for your body, ca- coffee is good in a sense because it it wakes you up, it releases hormones that make you happier, and it it gives you like a natural boost of energy in a sense. Like the caffeine's there, but it's not like I don't know. How to, like it's not it. The caffeine, the chemicals in caffeine bind to the receptors in your brain where hormones that would make you tired bind. So it's just taking place of those and it's not adding anything, it's just blocking those from getting there. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's not like adding something to make you awake, it's just taking away the tired in a sense. So then, I know you're not necessarily an expert on this, but do you know why it's addictive then? Because like I, it's 100% an addictive drug. Well... Like any drug, you kind of, in a sense, become reliant on it. Yeah, almost dependent. because, though, when it's not there, those chemicals can bind even easier. Or uh, they, like, they're, I think they bind. Oh, no, no, no. Here it is. Here it is. So when you start drinking caffeine, you create more receptors so that that hormone can get to those um, receptors. I'm probably butchering a lot of this, but this is this is the main... I know this part, though. So, that's why people need to drink more coffee. So then when you uh, take away coffee, so say a day you don't drink coffee, you now have more receptors and no caffeine to block out any of them. So now there's going to be an even oh, like greater overflow of that hormone that makes you tired. And then like that's what withdrawals are. So it's more about finding balance than anything else? Yeah. Like finding the right number for like the right amount for you? In a sense, like, and if you feel like you need yourself, like, need to start increasing, that's when you should start kicking back. Oh, okay. Then I've been doing that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're chilling. I was watching videos today, and they're like, yeah, like, four, four or five cups of coffee is okay for you. And, like, that, yeah, there's science behind it that proves that, but at my core, I just know that doesn't sound right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there, I know, like... <laughs> A serving size a day is prob is okay for you, but like, m- there's a- too much of anything is bad. That's my sense of any. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's it's good for you. It is studied. It helps fat burning. It helps insulin production. It deals with chronic illnesses. But like anything, without moderation, it can harm you. But in the sense that like, it's more addictive than other things, and people become more reliant. Yeah, it is. It's a um on the the football or the athletic drug tests at RPI it's one of the um banned substances really? is caffeine but like I talked to the or I talked to the strength coach about it I think and he was saying how 
in like the guidelines or whatever it is, the number, the amount of caffeine you would need in order to it to pop up on the drug test is like an immense amount. Like you'd have to drink like eight cups of coffee right before the drug test. That's why it's almost impossible to reach the number that would pop up on the drug test because it goes through you so fast. Like you pee out the coffee you drink. Like that's why coffee makes pee. I guess is it just and it shit. goes it goes right through you. It helps with digestion. It has like a laxative aspect to it. Dude, not to bring up constipation on your podcast again, but right after we had that conversation, the very next day, I was constipated. Dude, I don't know what's in the air. Like, everyone's fucking stuck. It was bad. It, it's it been bad for me, too, bro. Like, it's been like a whole week now. It's a terrible thing. I just stopped eating, which is wild, but... That that can't help with your constipation. I, It's, it's a, more of a spiritual thing than a, like a nutrition thing. Like, it's the idea that when you have this bad energy stopping you, you need to cleanse your body with just water and, like, wash it out in a sense. And my stomach's been feeling better, but, like, it's still getting there. Hmm. I think I think I'm, my goal is to go three days. It's like a, it's a water fast. Oscar was talking about it, too. When he felt sick, he went through a water fast. And, yeah, like, it helps. And, like, my dad's done it. And, like, it's a common thing. It's not, really? like, it's not whack. Yeah. How are you getting? Oh, you take vitamins, right? Yeah. I still take vitamin de- D, if, calcium, uh, daily, and fish oils. Definitely need to do that if you're gonna. And fast. I drink, and I have a dropper with extra electrolytes that I put my water. Really. So like I'm getting my, I'm getting just enough electrolytes too. So like I'm not dehydrated at all. The only thing I'm not getting is like Protein. proteins and carbs and sugars. Yeah, but you got to check off all the vitamins and stuff. So the essentials. You can live. You can technically live like this for thirty days. But, like, people have done it for that long. Like, people, I was doing research on it. People have done it for crazy amounts, like, for this spiritual part of it. Because it's the idea, like, mind over matter and, like, working on that concept. And, like, I'm not, like, crazy about it. I'm just trying to fix my stomach. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is a way, holistically, I saw to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I went to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you could just take, like, Miralax for a couple weeks and hope that works. But, like, it's not that something like it's not that something's wrong with my stool it's something's wrong with my stomach you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because like even when i do go after taking laxatives like i have like bad pains in my stomach yeah and i think it's because my stomach's inflamed for some reason and i I traced it back i had a diet switch the only thing i've changed in my diet is when i'm driving on the truck at 12 o'clock i would eat a i'd eat a protein bar from gas stations that was called frit crunch and like the wrapper says everything's fine, but one of the ingredients in it was sugar alcohol, and I just kind of like accepted it for what it was and never researched it. But that is known for causing indigestion, and can back you up. And it's known to cause you um, make you sleepy. And I kept falling asleep in the truck after I would take it. Wow. And other than that, I remember you saying how you were eating wicked healthy. Yeah, that was the only processed food I was eating. So that narrows it down pretty easily then. Yeah. Don't eat that shit. Don't it's eat. Cold. Don't eat processed protein bars because if they don't make you feel like shit now they're gonna make you feel like shit eventually or you don't even realize you feel like shit that's a big thing yeah because you don't know how what feeling good is like which is sad dude it's crazy how much better just eating clean can make you feel yes bro i'm really i'm working on trying to become vegan really yeah i'm gonna start by for what reasons um there's a heightened in consciousness with it because it's the idea that um, you're eating dead energy, which isn't good in a sense. But when you're eating, like, but what I don't understand and where I'm still learning is like a plant is still dead when you eat it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you're eating like a sweet potato, it's not still growing, like yep. it's dead. But it's a concept like they live after being uprooted still. You know, like you could still put it back in the Mm-hmm. Around and it could grow but like once you kill an animal there's no bringing it back and like also with an animal there's a there's the concept of reincarnation where like that is still one of us you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like in a sense like just it's almost like cannibalism in a greater sense and like I'm learning about this but like I'm still gonna eat meat for a while cause I fucking love meat you know what I'm saying yeah dude like, meat's the best I'm just working on it and like I think what it's going to come down to is I'm going to eat vegan for on my time, but say I get invited to something 
or say I get like go out to eat and like meat is there and someone's gonna prepare it for me, mm. I'm gonna eat it. Like you're not like yeah, I feel no, like it's like ninety percent vegan. Yes, like I, I know feel, a lot of kids that are like that. At I feel college. like it's rude to be like, oh, I'm vegan. Like adapts for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I still love meat and like I don't think I could take fish out of my diet. So I, I you eat a lot of fish. I love fish, bro. I absolutely love. What fish. kind of fish? Swordfish, salmon, scallops, clams, mussels. Just from the sea. Anything, bro. Anything. Lobster. Crabs, crab legs. Dude, I wanted to catch a striper this past week in Maine so badly just to eat it, just to cook it. You can do that. If it's big enough, we caught some small ones that weren't big enough, but you can catch a big one and eat it. Yeah, I'm trying to catch my own food. When you, uh, hunting and gathering and catching your own food really strengthens your root chakra because your root chakra deals with your uh, your instincts and, like, your will to survive. Really? Yeah. So Primitive? Yeah, in a sense, basically. Like, that's where our instinct comes from. Mm Mm-hmm. And like that's like you know epigenetics I've talked about it a couple times yeah it's a concept like where we pass down genes just through like living life in a yeah. sense like yep. the reason you have mannerisms like your mother is because she did like in that it's not a learned behavior it's physically in your genes and like they're on the fence but they're expressed at some point in life mm-hmm. and like that goes along with your root chakra And you can, you, what is hunting and gathering your own food do to your root chakra? It's the idea that you're surviving for yourself. So then you have, so your, your root chakra, the main concept of it is your self-confidence. So if you're surviving, like if you're providing for yourself, it is a greater feeling than being given food. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like the idea of going out and getting the kill and then bringing it back for yourself. Mm-hmm. and doing like seeing the whole process of it like we just get meat in a package and then cook it you know what i'm saying like we don't yeah. see the animal we don't see the death of the animal we just have the meat which mm-hmm. is like it makes sense for a society like the society we live in but like in terms of like where we came from that doesn't really make sense yeah no definitely i definitely want to also hunt and gather my own food eventually but obviously like it's hard to do that for all your food. Yeah, it's gonna be a while to do all the things we want to do. In a sense, for sure. like I want to grow all my food and like fish for all my like. My goal towards the end of my life is just to be like. Gathering like just making my meals every day, basically. Like I want to be like a culinary chef, like who just goes out in the world and grows like the exact food I want that day. You know what I'm saying? Dude, there's I I was watching the show on Netflix, like uh, Chef's Table. Chef Table. That show's lit. There's a guy from Brazil who does that. He just has a farm, and he just goes and gets all his shit from his farm. And like I want to have a boat. Like I want to have a farm near a coast, so I could go on a boat, but also near like a woods, so I could go hunting. And like, I, like I do agree with the idea. Of, I'm so torn with becoming vegan because like there's so many primitive things to eating another animal that also helps your chakras but at the same time there's this concept of eating other like living spirits that's so negative to your consciousness but like if you break down the concept of eating food our bodies necessarily like our bodies need other animals in a sense you know what I'm saying yeah like you could get everything from plants but like there's a reason we're omnivores. Exactly. Our but, bodies are built that way. But there's an argument like that we're not omnivores. There's an argument that we actually are herbivores. And like through time we've just gone to animals because that's what we... Like in the time period where we needed to survive, we didn't think to eat plants. We just killed something and then ate it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's like I'm still doing a bunch of research on it and like trying to dive into it. But... At my core, for some reason, I still feel like I'm always going to eat meat. And the reason for that, like, tells me that there's going to be a reason I'm going to find in the future that justifies eating meat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, there's this show alone. I don't know if you've seen it with Heard about the it. Survive in the Woods. Yeah. Like, there's a great joy in killing something and then, like, praying to it in the sense, like, thanking for its body and thanking for giving up its life for you in a sense and like the gift of giving almost you know what i'm saying like yeah a lot of hunters that i follow on like cam haynes is that like he always thanks his his animals after he kills them and it makes sense and like they almost appreciate the food more but then another person on that show lost because he killed the squirrel he would talk to the squirrel and made friends with it but one day was running out of food and shot the squirrel and ate it and then cried for an hour and then lost the next day because he just lost his mental strength 
it was wild. Like he, he was so like, he was doing so well. He was fishing, catching everything. But then when he killed this squirrel that he built a relationship with, he would felt so bad that he couldn't go on. Dude, doesn't that speak to like the importance of social interacting yeah. within humans? Like isolation is so unhealthy for humans. For real. You need interaction we in need some people. way. It like keeps you together. It like holds you together. Whereas like that guy, once he broke his final bond, like he just couldn't do it anymore. I think yeah, I do agree. It's funny because a lot of people are like, I'm a lone person, but there's no such thing in my eyes. No. Like you need, you need other people. Like the concept that that really resonates with me is that we are water, and water always attracts to water. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And like anatomically, oh, it makes I never sense thought of too. That, yeah. Where majority majority of our body is water, mm-hmm. so that's where I, that makes sense to me. And a, you know, just justification to like a rule that we already live by. Dude, your social interactions are probably through the roof right now with these podcasts. Dude, like actually getting to have real conversations with yeah, s- at least one person a day. Right, it's you crank these out. I I honestly prefer being with one person a day. Like I enjoy the group podcast, but I feel like we're talking about a subject instead of the person. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? With me, you, Sean, Trevor. Oh, yeah, yeah but, like, that's that's for that reason. Like, that's for us to screw <laughs> around and just have fun. Because, like, our first podcast, that's what we wanted to do. And I'm not going to stray away from my, like, first goal. You know it's what I'm saying? Like, just having, like, a fun time. But, like, at the same sense, like, I found this lane where I really enjoy just being one-on-one with people and, like, letting them open up. Yeah. But, at, but like, people seem timid to be one-on-one. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, let me bring my friend. And then I'm almost like, ugh. Like, you can, and we'll have a good podcast still, but, the, I, like, Dude, it's, it's going to be a lot better when it's just one-on-one. That's because, like, getting, like, the first step is just getting out of your comfort zone. Mm. It's so hard for some people to do that, but there's almost, like, always positive repercussions when you actually always exit your, your comfort zone. I've realized that, like, right now, I was really comfortable at Target with everybody, and, like, everybody loved me, and there was such a good vibe there, and every day I could get to this point of consciousness I wanted to because of these, like, interactions I was having with people, but then I switched jobs, and now I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't, like, I'm uncomfortable here in a sense, like, I'm still learning things, but then I was thinking today, I was like, everything happens for a reason, and you're uncomfortable because at some point you're going to realize why that was important you know mm-hmm. you realize like there's going to be a growth point like i'm not there yet i'm just having like some bad days lately mm-hmm. and like it, it's just not bad days but days where my emotions aren't where i want them to be i'm still edward smith every day is a day there's no good or bad but there's a day where my emotions are like i like i'm almost like bipolar in a sense and I don't want to claim I am because that's a serious thing but in the sense like my highs are high but my lows like I can't get out of them for some reason you know what I'm saying and it could be little shit and then it keeps adding up and I notice when I'm stuck in that low like the like to snap it's hard to snap out of it but once you snap out of it you start seeing repercussions of it like today like I was having such a good day and like I was thro- like when like little things like when you throw the ice from the pallet to the end of the truck, it was landing perfectly in stacks that I could just pull off, right? But the second I made that mistake earlier, like every time I was throwing the ice off the, it would fall off the truck. It was stuck in piles. I couldn't grab it. Like it was, just, you know, like little things like that. Yep. Right? And then that's aggravating me. And then it's causing me to do something else, like put the wrong thing. Like this didn't happen, but like say I went the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? And like the GPS was rerouting me a crazy road, like. When you keep going down that path of negativity, it's hard to escape it. But once you like make that conscious realization, what you're doing is like just reper- like it's just the because you started in that state of negativity, you can get out of it. But it like it's really hard to just like make that conscious decision to be like I'm gonna be positive now because you still have emotions pulling you down, you know. Mm-hmm. But like you just gotta every person you see, how's your day? You know what I'm saying? Like and the, genuinely ask and like continue a conversation compliment them because you're like, you're gonna see something you genuinely want to compliment them about and we all don't say it because of our egos but when you just say it you start a great conversation yeah like this guy today at a gas station was just chilling next to me counting the ice because like a lot of places check it in and i was just he was wearing crocs and i was like i appreciate you wearing crocs because like a lot of people wouldn't do that and like we just started talking about absolutely anything you know what i'm saying like but it started with just acknowledging like something we had in common and both enjoyed Crocs are incredibly useful. Crocs are all terrain. 
Crocs are Crocs are a different breed. I need to get a pair of bad. I don't own a pair of Crocs, but I appreciate them. And the reason I don't own them is because, like, I don't need them right now. I guess, but like when I would need an all-terrain situation where I want my toes breathing, I would go to a Croc. I respect a Croc. I support Crocs. Crocs sponsor us. Shout out Crocs. Shout out Crocs. But how you been lately? Dude, I've been good. I've just been living. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in Maine the past four days on vacation with Nick and Oz, and that was good. It's crazy. Like, I was the way you were before I went on vacation, like always doing something. Like, you're go, go, go all the time, right? And then finally to go on vacation and literally have like no obligation and just sit back and relax was crazy. I did not yes. realize. I didn't. I had no appreciation for that until I did it. I need that. I feel like my body is craving that. Like, I think I'm gonna put my two weeks in for my job now. Like for when I, I'm gonna tell him like a week earlier than I'm gonna leave for college, so I could have like a week of summer. Because mm-hmm. dude, if like me, like like you, bro, like we've been grinding. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, well, dude, but it's it's fun while we're doing it. You gotta admit oh, that. Oh, like, it's awesome. It's a when blast you're when you're locked in in life, it feels great. Every day is my like. Uh, this summer, every day has been the greatest day of my life. Like, it's so awesome. fun what I'm doing. But at the same time, it is like you need you time. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is a point where you need to like just separate and relax. And like I had that day this Monday. I mean, I still had to do stuff, and like I didn't necessarily had it, but I had it like three hours to myself, and it was game changer for this week. Really? You know what I'm saying only three hours. It, but like that's a lot compared to what's been going on yeah, in my life. Sure. Like today, I haven't had any time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and like I had 35 minutes and I fell asleep in it. You know what I'm saying? Got to master the power nap. Ah, uh, I, I think it's because I drank coffee at like 2 p.m. today. That's I just drank coffee before you got here because yeah. I hadn't had any yet today. But that's that. Yeah, it sucks because like. When you're driving around, I'm always looking for a Dunkin's, and, like, you just might not find one for a while. And, like, I needed, <laughs> I needed coffee at 12, but I didn't get it until, like, 11, like, 1 or 2, I think. And now, like, I'm still, my body is exhausted, but, like, my mind, it won't let me yeah. go down. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I was the same way, and literally, like, the second I got to Maine, I just made the decision to, like, let's just have, like, no obligations whatsoever. Like, take a deep breath chill out and it was crazy it's so fun to do that in this but like it's crazy but I'm, I'm not gonna lie i feel like getting back to the grind already it's crazy though because the grind can almost feel like that too if you just live in the moment do you know what i'm Dude, saying the grind is the greatest place to live for real. i'm convinced i think the i think the grind is my religion i think i've come to that <laughs> no i'm being yeah. serious dude at college i completely realized this like freshman year the start of it rocky like rough going to a big ass school like just everyone was smarter than me at rpi and, like, the athletes were insane, and, like, I was having a tough time, and then I just fell in love with waking up wicked early to go to 6 a.m. practices, 6 a.m. lifts, like, meetings all day long, class, like, working out. That's all it was there. Like, yeah, like yes, you had Sundays. Saturday nights into Sundays were, like, the only time off, and as soon as I just fell in love with that and realized it was all I wanted to do, everything just got so much better. Like, I was so much happier, so much more productive. Everything was positive. So, like, the grind is... I could not agree more. The best. When, you, when you're living with a purpose, life is so meaningful and, like, fun. Yeah. And, it like, it's crazy because it feels like a grind at first. But once you get over that, you're enjoying it. Then you add more things. Like, my schedule is full, but I'm loving every minute mm-hmm. of it. Like, I'm, I, my body's exhausted. That's where I'm hitting a like a blockade right now is like everything is emotionally like fine but my body is exhausted and like that's why i'm trying to figure out my like that's just finding a balance yes but like i think my constipation situations <laughs> spending too much time on the toilet i'm just like, dude, <laughs> i'm telling you bro like when you have a pain in your stomach all day like it affects your posture and then your back hurts and then like it just causes more things to go out of whack you know what i'm saying yeah like i i don't know i really hope i like I don't hope I will figure this out and like it will get better but like right now like that's like I'm obviously still in a great mood but like I kind of consciously have to be in a good mood you know what I'm saying yeah but like as of late like I get my days have just been so positive the way they are you know that's awesome that's the grind it is it is bro like literally waking up working out going to work coming home from work going to work out again coming home from that going to a podcast and then passing out but the only thing is like I have not hung out with my family enough 
and like that's, yeah, that's like it, dude i'm telling you like it's it's hard to find a balance for all of this like we're well, gonna find a change of college because you're gonna realize you don't hang out with your family at college it's just literally yeah. you can just it's what you need to do and that's it yeah i think i'm gonna hang out with my sister a lot when i go to college though because oh, she lives right in boston there. and like she has a kitchen and i think i'm gonna like she's vegan right now so i think that would oh. be like a pretty good segue to like trying to get into it how long has she been vegan um she's been in and out i know i don't know like, there's an exact time on it but like there's different points in her life where she's dove into it and then like kind of backed away from it she just does it as she feels but like her reason is for the animal aspect of it not like the spirituality but the sense like the carbon dioxide it emits in pig farms and like the the environmental effects of it which i respect yeah you gotta respect it and like it seems to be working out for her she enjoys it and stuff and like she has roommates who are also that way so it becomes easier I feel like having people around you with a similar goal definitely makes it easier. Oh, for sure. Because then when you're, losing, when you're losing a like, part of you, they can pick you up because they're on that same path. You know what I'm saying? Same thing works the opposite way, though. Like, if you end up at school and all the people around you just want to party all the time, like, it, it, it makes it hard to stay on your path. And it, yeah. That's, that's where you need to, like... You need to find like-minded individuals. Mm. Not like-minded, necessarily, but people who bring you up. But at their core, they are like-minded in the sense like grinders. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, dude, no, 100%. Everyone on my football team is a grinder. But, like, some people go about it differently. Some people put the whole, like, they'd rather just go out and party and then grind hungover. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd rather rather maybe stay in for the night and then, like, maximize the the next part. In a sense, that's not a grinder then. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like they're just doing it to the best they can while having the best time they think possible but where you're literally just doing the best you can and feeling the best you can yeah well i'm not saying i mean dude social being social is a big part of like mental health you know what i mean like if some people need if some people need that party is not the drinking part part of of it which like goes hand in hand with it but like the going out and being around other people some people just like need that part of the social interaction yeah, I agree with that. Like, there's been a lot of nights where I, at the end of this tight schedule, I'm still going hanging out with friends, but, I, like, drinking and is not a part of that for me because it, it just takes me off my path. No, and, I, like, I think It definitely lot, does, has no positive uh, It does have positives. It's. I was talking about this with Gary White. He was saying how, like, just like weed, it's like a medicine and can open people up, but, like, any substance, if it's abused, becomes a problem. That's a good point. So... The only thing for me is it's never made my stomach feel good. I've never woken up and had, had a hurting stomach. You know really? what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, there's people who it's not like that for them, so they can go ahead and use it. Some people are machines. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just not bred to drink alcohol. I'm just really, I'm not. To each their own. Yeah. I'm cool with that, though. Dude, people can do whatever they want. I'm not going to judge as long as they don't have a negative impact on other people. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. It's interesting where that line is, like, drawn. Like what? Like, letting people have their own beliefs? Yeah. Because, like, what... Because there's a point where, like, you don't even realize it might have a negative effect on others. Do you have any examples? I do, but I don't want to drop names. That's fair. Um... Anyways, how's working (laughs) out been going? Dude, welcome to my downstairs (laughs) gym. (laughs) You ever gone to crunch at all? Yeah, no, I started going oh, last yeah, you week. Oh, you said you were doing hand cleans and shit. Dude, like it was amazing. The feeling of being back in a gym was liberating. It's crazy, though. Like, after working outside for so long, I kind of don't like working out inside. Like, I love working out. All the exercise, all the cables and all that, but I wish it was just, like, no roof, you know? Those California beach gyms, you ever see those? Yeah. That are all outside? Yeah, but those dudes, like, put, like, the water in their muscles and pump them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But no, going from this little room down here with like five weights in one mirror to a, a giant gym was... Cables. Cables. I didn't Game even hit the cable. Barbells, bro. That was... Really? I just missed it. I, that's why I did hand cleans for so long. It was just the feeling of holding a bar yeah. for the first time in, I did, in months. I did hand cleans too because I was like, I just haven't done them. <laughs> you know, like, they're just mad fun and I haven't done them. And I'm trying to get my vert up and like that's the way to do it. Oh, yeah. But... uh 
yeah, trying to get that bounce, that bunny. Dude, yeah. For the mini hoop games? Nah, for like some real hoop games, bro. Like I'm not trying to bang. I'm close. Like really? closer, the closest I've ever been. Like I'm the lightest with some of the strongest legs I've had. You know. That'd be sick. How great would that feel to in a game? Just I've always known, like at some point in my life, I'm gonna be able to. And I've always been like in college, I was just working my vertical, like just to be able to do it in like a pickup game or something. But like, I don't know, Nate, dude. Maybe basketball comes back in my life. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll try to walk on something. We'll see. I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. But all I know is right now I want to fucking bang on someone. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's why I love the mini hoop games. It's the only chance I ever get to catch a body like that. Yeah, but at the, like, uh, I love mini hoop games, but it's like not basketball in a sense. Anymore. It's not. I'm so bad at basketball though that I, I'd rather play mini hoop games. Yeah, in my like I love basketball, so I'd rather play in a ten foot hoop at this age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, I wish I started like I wish I took basketball seriously when I was younger, just so that I could maybe like be good somehow yeah. but I just you, never you're, you can hold your own like you're pretty good at shooting nah, I'm, I should stick to football for sure no football is definitely your lane and you're built for football but like you're not bad hey I'll take the compliment <laughs> uh, dude our, I miss our weight room games that Those was, was, I think that's when I was in my prime I think that was when I, I was like I think if I missed if quarantine were to happen at that period of my life I would have been depressed because that was the best time of my life. That was amazing. I've ne- I think the inner competitor and everyone Every on day, the team bro. that came to the weight room like was just brought out to a new to another level. It was so fun. Like we would we would just play basketball and compete the like just beat the shit out of each other and get like a little angry and stuff. Hit the gym, get it all out, and then go back to cardio or something like a certain challenge, and then just compete again and like just end the day off being like wow we're all better because of each other dude and we had such an amazing group of kids at that time too like we all just picked each other up like brought each other up there was very little negative energy ever and we all had like one person in the group who was like equivalent to us in most things that would just make us work harder right when graham would pair us up with people for running he knew like who went with who in relays to go against each other and like would make it perfect and a big thing is we all showed up every day, and Fridays we were even just as excited to show up on Fridays. You Isn't that crazy? I don't think I've been with a group like that since. Oh, dude, I like I really do. Like Santos, Bcav, Mateus Pine, Justin, you, Christian. Sometimes I mean, who who is like at the core of it? We were talking about your sophomore year. Or your junior year? I think it was sophomore year, yeah. Yeah, so, it would be like James Carney. James Carney. Kevin Short. Kevin Short. Nick Minucci. Oh, Nick, yes. Trevor Nutt. If Trevor. we miss someone, sorry. If you miss someone, they weren't in the core. Let's think about it, though. Yeah, like, you're right. If, you like, know those are the are. people who are there every day. Yeah, there was there was a few more. We're definitely missing a few, but... <sighs> yeah, I don't want to call anyone out. Yeah, exactly. You're right, you're right. Exactly. There's definitely a few more. Our memories are hazy. But yeah, like I, like I still have boys like that. Like Justin and I go to the gym together, and he always has like, we're always pushing each other. But like, there was something special about like that group and like that type of exercise. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. getting like the silly like, fuck around energy out during a basketball game, getting serious in a gym, and then finishing it off like with on that, the track. Yeah. Yeah. With like some competition, you know? Yeah. Damn. We really that was that was a good time. I feel so bad for kids who missed, like, this weight. Like, there's – the football team now doesn't have weight room or, like, a football season. And, like, last year I felt bad for myself because I was playing at 4 p.m. But, like, it's crazy that, like – dude, I feel horrible. Like, people feel bad for seniors, but, like, I feel so bad for everyone else. Like, seniors got it the best. Like, what was I going to do? Like, a prom. Yeah. So what? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're missing out on, like, valuable high school time. You 100%. Know? That sucks. It really does. Yeah, those times definitely infl- like had such a large impact. I don't know about you, but like on me, those times that you're talking about that those kids are missing, like that's such an important summer time. weight room, bro. So, like the summer with your team, especially for sports players, like summers with your team going into a season. I'm sure it was the same for a lot of soccer players, but though. football in particular, like it was huge. Is where we all became boys and realized that all we wanted to do was work hard and win and as an underclassman like that's the time where you find how to work like that's where i got my work ethic because justin would just be like yo we're like weight rooms this and i like i told myself i'm not gonna miss a weight room 
because I was like in like I was dude I would hate going freshman year like it was scary to me cause in a sense like I couldn't lift weights the right way like I wasn't fast I was chubby like I was sucked at things but like I just kept being like I know I'm getting better just keep going you know what I'm saying and like they were like I remember uh, me and Noah always talk about this one me and him were standing around and his brother just screamed at us and I like just shit like that where you're like oh now I don't want to come back but like small groups of us were like we need to because we're mm-hmm. here for like each other in a sense it's crazy like a unspoken bond you build over Dude, things like that and how important was it to have like older people that that set that standard too yeah you know what I'm saying because if, cause if it wasn't for me seeing kids like like Owen Cap coming in and grinding all the time. Liam Shanahan always in there grinding. Nate Stemple, like they literally set the bar. And like from the day I got there, I just knew that that is what you had to do. Like you had to show up every single day. And if I didn't see that, I would have never known probably. Yes, and like you, my examples were like Kevin Short and James Carney and you. And like it's crazy that on days where like I had a doctor's appointment or literally had another obligation, I felt like shit. Just felt for like missing. shit. And Dude, you felt like guilty. You were yes. like, like, I'm not. You're like, they're, they're grinding, grinding and I'm not. Exactly. It's wild. Yeah, dude. Oh. I really wish, like, my football team understood that a little bit more. You know, I guess that's on me for not setting that example. But, like, it, it is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. It happened. We learned from it. I learned to lose. Now I need to know how to win. I think, dude, I, yeah. Dude, honestly, failure gotta have failure. Yeah, hundred percent. It, it you look sucked. back someday and be like, as, as much as it sucked at the time, like it was so valuable to where I am now. Everything's about every experience is valuable, and you don't realize it at the time, but it really is good and bad, because there's no such thing as good or bad. It's all just there. Sometimes. Sometimes what? <laughs> Sometimes things are bad. <laughs> like what? Like someone dying. Oh yeah, but it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like if Pop Smoke never died? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I get what you're saying. Dude, do you like his new album? Yeah. I like a few songs on it. Nah, I like it. I can't lie. You like the whole thing? Like 90%. It's a little repetitive for me. In a 100%. Sense. But dude, he gives me so much energy. Like I just, when I when his songs are playing, it's just like, I just feel it, feel the energy building up inside of me. Yeah. Do you think he has more music? I mean, they just dropped a deluxe album with, like, a bunch more songs. Damn. That's crazy, bro. I don't even know how he exactly died. I know he shot, but... Pretty sure he was at an Airbnb in California, and he put his address online somehow, and then some dudes pulled up and killed him. That's wild. So, don't put your Airbnb address on social media. Yeah. If you think you have people who want to kill you. <laughs> Do you think you see the thing about the judge who was gonna take over the Epstein case? Dude, didn't his yeah. What was good with that? Yeah, its family got fucking whacked. Yeah. Her fam. So she, this week it was announced that she was gonna be dealing with the Epstein's case, and a man went into their house, her house, and killed her or shot her like kid and her husband. I don't know if they died or they were injured, but I know like they tried to kill him, and then the. They pinned it, um, they found, they said that the, this is all from Barstool, and like I've already seen Joe Rogan talk about, like this is all secondhand knowledge, like I haven't done this research on my own, but um, the thing is, like the guy who killed her, or tried to kill her and her family, killed himself in a car down the road, and they found the body, and then they said his motive was because she kicked him out of a trial once, and he was an anti-feminist who would go to court against, um, like, bars that had girls' night because he said that's discriminatory. And, like, she... Kind of sounds, sounds like the government did it. Yeah. Nah, yeah. They were... Barstow was definitely... They were talking about this first, and they were saying, like, how... Um, this is exactly how you'd do it. Like, you'd make a... You'd make a believable motive than have a suicide killing. Yeah. And where you just whack that guy, you know? Yeah. It's, and it's crazy, like... Like, we're all aware of what's going on now. Like, why, why is <laughs> Everyone's just waiting for something to happen. No, like, it's going to hit a point where they're going to be like, what do we do? You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't, like, they can, or there's a point where we're going to be like, what do we actually know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there might even be, uh, 
don't know. It's scary. We should uh, we should save the conspiracy, <laughs> diving into conspiracies yeah. for Trevor and John. I'm I don't even know no much. Sean knows a bunch. Me neither. Sean and Trevor Dude, know that shit on the conspiracies. Dude, Graham Hancock. Yeah, but there's this there's this YouTube series I've been watching, and sh- shout out to Beatty for showing it to me. It's called The Law of One. I suggest everyone watches it. The Law of One by this man, Arobi. He, it's this concept of this man, this entity named Ra, who like came down and showed Egypt how to live life. And they, the where they went wrong is they praised him as a god instead of realizing he was just one of them, but at a further density. It's it's a lot. Like I can't even explain parts of it because you need the whole thing to understand. The Law of One. Arobi on YouTube. Watch that shit. I've only seen the first two episodes and it's already hit me heavy. Shout out the Law of One. Shout out to Ra. That's the Sun God. It is the Sun God, but he's not supposed to be a god because he's just another and human in a sense. Hmm. Some wacky stuff, bro. Really wacky stuff. The universe is complex and amazing. I was learning about supernovas and how when supernovas it's the collection of stars and then they like the collection of two groups of stars coming intertwining and then exploding and releasing a mass amount of iron and that's what like our life is we are based around iron like our body pumps iron through our body constantly our heart is always pumping iron we are iron so it's just crazy how like there's visual representations of our human lives in the universe in a lot of sense the universe, dude, I wish I knew more about the universe because every time I start to look into it and I learn a little bit, I, I always hit a roadblock where it's like my brain can't comprehend this. <laughs> I don't understand this physics yet, but someday I, I hope to. It's wild. I Dude, I think string theory is going to be confirmed and quantum physics is going to open up the concept of we are frequencies like we do admit frequency emit and pick up frequencies and that's like what life is through wavelengths it's it's a wild world bro and like it's a lot of pseudoscience right now but it's going to be factual science soon and i know it do i love being at a smart school like like my school is like one of the top super computers in the country and like smart heads go there for that very reason and sometimes i'll just happen to have a conversation with some really smart people and even though I really am not that smart, and I can't really comprehend what they're saying, they just make me realize there's so much more to know. 100%. So yeah. much more. That's why I'm so excited for college, is just to meet all new walks of life. But we'll see, because fucking quarantine. You'll end up there eventually. Yeah, I will. Might take a while, though. It is what it is. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> so anything anything new going on any crazy changes uh, you looking into your body or anything more like finding new things that work for you to right now just I think I've, I've finally figured out just eating like I figured it out I know yeah. exactly how my body will react to whatever I put into it like I know if I eat even with new foods even with new food like I got the gist of it down you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what I need to put Which in my is, body. Like, what is it? What's like, it, my ideal day? Yeah. I wake up, eat a... I have a breakfast that I eat every morning. It's like cereal with a scoop of protein and a banana and some honey. And then, <clears throat> for lunch, just protein and carbohydrates. So, chicken or steak and then rice or potatoes or sweet potatoes. Maybe some veggies. And then, like, snacks that are high in carbs throughout the day, like uh, like nuts and they're kind of high in fat. Nuts are calorie dense too yeah that's what like, exactly that's yeah i don't care that much about calories i just eat until i'm not hungry but at the same sense like i kind of want to get the bang for my buck you know what i'm saying 100 percent. there's some good foods for that yeah there a lot of good vegan foods bro like the amount of ve- the amount of food you can eat on a vegan plate compared to the amount of food you can eat with like meat and stuff like that is mm-hmm. crazy but like at the same time you're getting the same calories, you know, like it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's just like a visual quantity. Mm-hmm. But so then what's next? You just, those snacks and then you, what's for dinner? Uh, I get home. Is it pre I, or post-workout? No, I have a pre-workout shake that is 
60 carbs, 30 protein. 60 carbs? 60 carbs, 30 protein. Like that, that's like the number wow. that, through my research at least, for like people oh, yeah, do the type of training that. that I do, like that's the ideal thing to have. And then obviously a, a <clears throat> protein shake afterwards. And then dinner is like same thing as lunch, like high protein, high carbs. And then before I go to bed, I realized that I was always in caloric deficit if I didn't have a big snack before bed. Like what, what cereal, time? Like this is like seven, eight, nine. So do you stop eating before those times usually? No, I start eating. I don't stop eating till like right before I go to bed because really? I have to like if I don't get to this number, it's right now I'm at like thirty three hundred calories a day. Like I need to get to that number or I just start to lose weight and not feel good. Really? Yeah. So do you then, wake up hungry? No. Interesting. I eat right before I go to bed, though. I found, what I found in my body is if I eat past 8 o'clock, I gain, I gain, like, size, in the sense, like, fat, and I'm even more hungry in the morning. Really? Because my body didn't have time to digest, because it didn't have time to burn those extra calories where when you're already digested that food awake, then you can burn fat that you have in your sleep, Mm -hmm. but then when you've eaten right before, you're just digesting the food you just ate and you're not burning any of that fat. And then in the morning, once you've just finished digesting the food you've ate, you become hungry again. That's what I found for me. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I just found, no, yeah. Dude, it really is different for everyone. Dude, everyone's, I was watching this on like a guru thing and he was talking about how like no life is the same and every experience and need for a person's mind and body is individual. So like, yes, there's guidelines to dieting that help, but you need to figure it out yourself. You know? Right. Like I can't, if someone came up to me and was like, yo, Lou, like, what do I need to do to, what do I need to eat? Like, I would be like, dude, I don't have the first clue yeah. of what you need to do. I don't know how you feel when you wake up, how you feel when you go to bed. Like literally everyone is so different. Like you have, you eat before, you eat after your workout. I need to eat before. Really? And then I, but like, I need this, like my perfect day would be wake up. And then do fasted cardio, and then after that, make a like a nice breakfast sandwich. Like I'm talking eggs, ham, spinach, avocado, bagel, hot sauce. And then after that, I would go like I'd go throughout my whole day. And then around like 12, I need like a meal. I realize like I need like a ham sandwich with pistachios and like chocolate covered almonds. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, I keep going, and I have my protein shake pre-workout. So my protein shake would have all my fruits in it, bananas, like raspberries, boysenberries, blueberries, blackberries. Boysenberries? Yeah, boysenberries are dank. And then um, I put in my whey protein powder, a whey isolate, have that, go work out, and then after I work out, have as much food as I want for my dinner. And like, but ne- but the reason was for that is I researched you get the most muscle synthase if you work out with, if you eat your protein shake, your extra protein before a workout on a full stomach, on a stomach that's already eaten. But if you have a fasted stomach, it's most beneficial to have your protein shake immediately after and then eat your meal. Really? So I've just been eat. I've been, I found it more comfortable to work out with food in my stomach than to work out empty Mm because then I don't have like energy in a sense Hmm. and then um yeah and then I just pig out until eight o'clock and like I don't even keep track of calories I don't keep track of like I like I I use that chronometer thing I posted a while ago Mm -hmm. for like to get just to look at where I am, but I don't do it every day. You know what I'm saying? Cause no, it definitely, once you get the hang of it, once you know you have a baseline, like yeah. you don't necessarily need that. There's just like little things I need to work on, like V12, um, like vitamin C. Like I need to, I need to do more research on supplementing, mm-hmm. you know, because there is a lot of benefits that in terms of immunity yeah. that we don't realize. Strong greens, like, <clears throat> you know, like you see that people put like greens in their water in the morning now. Like like, I don't know. It's a big thing I see on like YouTube fitness and people at college. Like, what do you mean greens though? Like, it's just up, like, it's, it's like somehow they take all the vitamins and stuff out of vegetables, like green vegetables specifically. Or you can get reds, and reds are like the red vegetables, and you just put it in your water, and it kind of tastes like shit, but like it gets all your everything you would need for Why the day. Why would you just eat them? Well, it's hard to eat all the vegetables you need for the day at once. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Makes sense. Yeah, I kind of pace 
all the vegetables I eat throughout the day. And a big thing in the study of chakras is you need to eat the color of each chakra if you like want to help it grow, in a sense. And it's the colors of the rainbow. So like red peppers, orange, oranges, yellow bananas, greens, literally any vegetable. Blue is like blueberries. And then purple is like all different poison berries, raspberries, and stuff like that. And that's what I've been working with. And like indig, like purple and indigo are like the same thing. I don't even know what color indigo is. It's like a darker purple. I think it's indigo. I think that's what it's called. Um, yeah. Purple. Well, now I know. I thought it was like a light blue. Google. <laughs> oh no. I'm just gonna look up indigo images. Dude, one thing I have not liked about eating healthy is that I don't get to like cook the way I would like to. Cause you know I went through that phase where I would just send you a Snapchat every day of just like an outrageous yeah. meal. After I fast, I'm I've been thinking about a meal from you. I'm not even joking. Like I'll get the food and give it to you if you cook it for me. Dude, I will cook for you any day you want. All I want to do is just cook. Indigo is darker blue, not purple. No, I know. We've been wrong. What meal? Is it a specific meal? Dude, I want some steak with sweet potatoes and rice. Like that's all I want. Dude, that all right? I should say I cook that like three times a week. So. I can definitely do that for you. Or just bring you something. You want me to make your meal prep? I'll do your meal nah. prep for free. Nah. You just pay for the foods. Alright, maybe, maybe. We'll see. Dude, that'd be great. Meal prep is crazy beneficial. So much fun, bro. Really? Just cooking, like, on a Sunday night, or maybe, like, a, you get a little late Monday night, and uh, just cooking everything at once, laying it out, weighing it, and then putting it in the food thing. It's the most satisfying thing. You do it at school? No, I can't do it at I school. Say, Not in a freshman dorm, at least. It's why, like... Yeah, I can't do that now, and I don't want to do that now because I kind of just like making what I want to eat. But definitely in the future, like that's if you're trying to stay on a grind. I don't know. There's also a big part of me that likes making the food and then eating it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just depends on like, dude. If you're super regimented and you end up with a schedule that's tight. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's ideal just to have like spend spend the two hours, three hours on a Sunday night. To just put all that love, get yourself right ready for the whole week. You, then you don't have to worry about. It. You don't have to worry about cooking. You can go straight. But from, the thing is, for me, it's not a worry. Like I enjoy it. Oh, I love cooking. That's why I only meal prep my lunches. So then I can still cook dinner every night. Smart. Yeah. And like breakfast, you don't really need to make. It's just like, yeah. I'm gonna try to start eating a vegan breakfast. That's where I'm gonna start. Where would you? What would that even consist of? Uh, like an oatmeal with bananas and like stuff like like something you're already kind of doing oh shit but I no like but no whey protein or like no whey protein isn't no way oh because it's from milk cows milk. yeah well like uh maybe like a soy based thing mm -hmm. but we'll see bro because soy makes you nah i have a plant-based protein that has no soy in it because i know soy is known to release estrogen in your body and i think that's why it's like I, good or bad estrogen's like a the a female's yeah, I know, but is that so it's unhealthy for you to do? I mean, you big. don't want to alter that type of hormone at all, in a sense. You don't want to get no titties? Yeah, like, I used to drink soy milk growing up, and I think that's why my titties are so woman-like. But now that you're... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I haven't drinking it. <laughs> I haven't drinking it in mad long, and I've been grinding. And so, my titties are going back to dude, normal. So now I don't got titties no more, but... They were there. They were 100% there. And I always felt like, I'm always like, fuck you, mom, for making me have <laughs> But she's like, she didn't believe it. And then lately she admitted to it. She's like, oh yeah, soy does release estrogen. <laughs> and like, it was wild. Because I would say to my sister, would be like, it fucking doesn't. Like, you're wrong. And I'd be like, it, it does. Like, I know it does. And then my mom was like, yeah, it does. Dude, it is so crazy. Like, what you don't even realize you thought you knew because your parents just said it. Told you that. And you just had to believe it because it's like... You what? didn't know where to get information other than just from your parents growing up. So, like, if if my mom told me that eating fish would, like, make my piss smell like fish, I would just believe it. Yeah. Because I think she did do that. 100%. And, like, yeah, there's weird shit like that all over. That's what's fucking amazing about the internet, bro. Like, the, the internet is beautiful. It really is. Such a blessing and a curse. It's a more of a blessing than a curse. People, it like anything. Like if you use it the wrong way, it becomes like a. It just look like some kinky <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. <laughs> yes, you do. You massage your back with it. I know. 
<laughs> Wait. Did you pick a song for this? Yeah, I got one. What? Hustle and Motivate. Nipsey Hustle. I don't know. It's just been... I, I've been listening to it when I've been working out lately, and it's really been... Lately or forever? I feel like we, you've been listening to that. Well, I've been listening to Nipsey Hustle for a while, but, like, that specific song has just been... Hustle and Motivate? To. Yeah. It's just about the grind. It literally is a song about the and grind. That's what you're all about. And it's what I'm all about, so... Nipsey Hustle. That makes sense. Any last words? R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. Oh, Word. Peace out. Hustle the over way. That's why they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Cause I took control of things. Ball in the solo way. And if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege. Slossing that soldier race. Niggas don't know them days. Take you in back of the buildings. Make you expose your rage.